Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, today I'll be returning to a subject I began to cover just before Christmas, ironically. Easter eggs! You know, those little things that developers like tucking games in uh, out-of-the-way corners for you to find. Um, once again, for those who missed it on Saturday, I'm very sorry about what happened last week. I started a new job and it kind of caught up with me. Um, and I got tied up in work and couldn't do my show last week. I am very, very sorry. I'm especially sorry to Twinny because he does a lot of hard work doing all the social media stuff for us, so I'm very, very sorry. Right, uh, on to the actual topic at hand. Uh, should probably start off fairly simple. Uh, the Snail Game on the Master System, which is sometimes also known as Snail Maze. Uh, to access this, all you need to do is own an original Master System, one of the Mark 1 versions, without a game cartridge inserted, and while holding up and buttons 1 and 2 simultaneously on your controller, you'll be presented with a game where you navigate a tiny snail through a maze within a time limit. Unfortunately, the Mark 1 Master System is the only one that has this on it. The Master System 2 model didn't include this little easter egg. You did, however, get Alex Kidd in Miracle World built in instead, so it's not all bad. Also, pretty interestingly, this snail game, as far as I was aware, was never released in console or cartridge form anywhere else. So, if somebody else knows where, if you can get a hold of it anywhere else, please let me know. But I've never come across it anywhere else. Uh, I do have some of the background music for it, but it's very short, so uh, I'm going to put some uh, an Alex Kiddo C remix on after it. So let's kick off tonight's celebration of Easter eggs with some music. This is the Snail Maze BGM. See you after the break. Sega playing the best Sega music 24 7.
No One Can Do It Better uh, by DJ Pretzel, which is from our good friends over at OC Remix. Uh, if you haven't checked out OC Remix, by all means do, uh, because it's awesome. Um, prior to that, it was the Snail Maze BGM music. Uh, it was the only thing from Snail Maze I could find. Uh, I do apologise. Um, Mr. Jamie Wonderman pointed out that there are some other versions of the Master System that did have other built-in games. Uh, I've not come across very many of them personally. I have come across the Snail Game and Alex Kidd and Sonic Master System versions personally. So, you might have come across others. Um, I don't know if you get to them the same way, but they, yeah, they, there was a bunch of games that were built into the BIOS in various early Master System uh, consoles. Anyway, so Jamie is quite right about that. Uh, John the VG Nerd says he has no idea who Skyblaze is because uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since he's been on our radio Sega. Hello John, I am Skyblaze, this is episode 20 of Hidden Palace, so I've not been here that long. Um, so very, I'm very welcome to the show and I hope you enjoy it. But yeah, I'm Skyblaze, this is my show, this is the Hidden Palace where I talk about uh, facts, trivia, easter eggs, theories, stuff. Uh, if you do have a topic you want me to talk about, by all means tell me. But on with today's topic. Uh, I'm probably going to get shouted at by Rexy now because I'm probably going to be mispronouncing things in Japanese. I apologise in advance. Uh, KO Flying Squadron for the Mega CD. 
Um, when you're at the screen where you choose between whether or not you're going to start the game or go into the options me menu, if you hit left, left, right, right, up, down, up, down, then start, uh, you can get to a special little mini game called the Super, I think it's called the Super Catch Game, where you move a cat, dog, creature, thingy, a creature left and right to collect dots as they fall from the sky. What's curious about this particular game though is that it's kind of, it's like red light on a black background, kind of like a, an LCD game only the, the lit up bit is red. It's very peculiar. Um, I've not seen anything else quite like that, uh, at least not in a video game. Uh, I have to wonder if it's actually based on another game, but I've not been able to find out a great deal about it. So, if somebody has some more information about that, I'd be very interested to find out what it was. Uh, now one, uh, I think I mentioned it before, but I think I mentioned it at Winterfest, so I'm not sure how many people actually heard about it. Uh, Arnold Palmer, Palmer Tournament Golf for the Mega Drive slash Genesis. On the first hole, if you hit the ball 100 times without actually sinking it in, you'll be presented with a game over screen. But that's not the end of it. Once here, if you enter the Konami code, you'll be able to play as Oparopa in a fairly challenging level of Fantasy Zone. Which is curious. I'm bored with playing golf now, I think I'll play some Fantasy Zone instead. Um, okay then, if that's your thing. You carry on there. Uh, Green Viper says Flying Squadron has an interesting story behind it on the Mega CD. Basically the demo disc has a level select code left in, meaning you can access the whole game from the demo with no cheat device. That's brilliant. That's amazing. Yeah, Rexy says fantasy zone in golf, question mark, question mark, yep. I, I know, right? I, I don't know why. Maybe the programmers were just really bored with, with golf and decided to put fantasy zone in there. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's have some music, though. Uh, first up, we've got from uh, KO Flying Squadron, Stage 3, Sunset Town of Oido. And after that, Actually, a track by Rexy. So, uh, o uh, Opa and Over by our very own Rexy. So, I hope you enjoy that, and I'll speak to you again after the break. Enjoy.
And we are back. And the chat are tormenting me by accusing me of being old again. I'm not that old. Leave me alone. You're all mean. Anyway, that was Over and Over by Rexy. And prior to that, it was Stage 3 Sunset Town of Oido from KO Flying Squadron. It was on, out on the Mega CD. So I hope you enjoyed those. Uh, Rexy, as usual, does awesome work. Uh, now, this next item is something I have mentioned before, but I have found out a new thing. On Daytona USA for the Saturn, on the export course, about 30 to 40 seconds into the race, if you look carefully, you'll come across a statue of Jeffrey from the Virtua Fighter series. Now here's the bit I didn't previously know about. By tapping the X button continuously, you can get Jeffrey to break dance on his podium. Okay. I, I don't know why you'd try that or do that. Um, and Mr. Wonderman Jamie is now saying that I'm not old, I'm ancient. Yeah, thanks, that really helps. We're all mean and you can all sod off. Anyway. So yes, uh, from breakdancing martial arts fighters to dinosaurs uh, fighting to the death. Uh, Primal Rage for the Genesis slash Mega Drive. At the main menu, if you enter, deep breath, are you ready for this one? Left, up, right, right, up, left, right, right, left, left, and then up again, you'll get access to a hidden extra options menu, where you can then select play bowling game. This has you bowl your character, so your character curls up into a ball and bowls themselves at a 10-pin arrangement of people, humans, you know. I, I, I got nothing. Primal Rage does actually have another hidden game but you can't get to it on 16-bit consoles you can only get to it on things like the PlayStation so it doesn't count for our purposes but if you're curious it's volleyball uh, with the ball being one of your followers I don't know why again maybe the devs were bored I, I don't know Uh, John the VG Nerd says Daytona USA 3 has just announced. Yes, it has. I know a lot of people are pretty excited about Daytona Championship USA 3, whatever the hell it's actually called. Convoluted title is convoluted. <laughs> anyway, let's have some more music. Um, I played Let's Go Away from Daytona USA last week, so let's play uh, the other track that gets horribly overplayed from Daytona USA. And I don't care because it's great. Are you ready for a rolling start?
the best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favorites. This is RadioSega.net. Rage. Accidentally unleashed on the VG nerds um, in a racing game geek. Oops! How dreadful, I guess. I can live with that, frankly. Haha! -ha. Um, we've just been drooling over Gran Turismo, the original Gran Turismo on the uh, ye old PlayStation. God, that was such a good game. Anyway, this is Radio Sega, so I probably shouldn't be heaping too much praise on a uh, PlayStation game. Whoops. Never mind. Back to what I'm actually supposed to be talking about. Uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga. Uh, in the bar in Zoa, if you go upstairs and look at the table, you will see the words, They Killed Kenny, scratched into the table. Do you reckon the devs might have been watching some South Park while they were programming the game? <laughs> Quite possibly. Also, at the caravan, if you go to Anju's tent and look out the two guns that are in there, you will see an inscription which says, From Mr. Wu. This is a reference to uh, the famous director John Wu, who is pretty famous slash infamous for having shootouts at the end of his films where the characters have two guns. Frankly, I'm surprised they didn't include the doves, because at that point you might as well throw everything at the wall. Because go for it, right? Ai is accusing me of being a being a traitor because of the gun is my thing. I don't care. Ai is saying gun catter. Yeah, pretty much. It's that sort. That's the sort of thing that John Woo does. You know, two guns, epic shootouts, bikes, doves, that sort of thing. Uh, one of the Mission Impossible movie that he directed, there's like one thing which is like peak John Woo, it's brilliant. Uh, onwards. F-Zero GX, which is sort of a Nintendo game and sort of a Sega game, it's very complicated. Uh, there's a ape-like character called Billy in it who wears a belt that has a face etched, printed something on it. It, it has a face on it. It's pretty hard to see what it actually is in the game, but in official artwork you can see that it's the face of 
wait for it. Aye aye, the hero of Sega's Soapy Monkey Ball. That should make a certain aye aye in chat happy. Uh, of course, Super Monkey Ball and F Zero GX were developed by Sega's Amusement Vision Studio. Um, another little thing that I'm going to briefly mention, even though it's not strictly speaking Sega related, because it's really it's pretty interesting. The driver James McLeod is inspired by the Star Fox series. Despite being human, he wears a full Star Fox uniform, shares his name with Fox McLeod's father, and his racer, the Little Wyvern, is based on the R-Wing fighter craft. And his pilot bio says he is leader of a group called the Galaxy Dogs. Hum. It's not subtle, is it? I I nineteen eighty saying, "Ooh, I heard my name." Yeah, you sort of did. Uh, we're we're calling up the Dreamcast stand PS two meme again, are we? Okay, fair enough. Uh, Wipeout 2097 is better than Gran Turismo. Wipeout 2097 is more fun. Um, Gran Turismo has a lot more depth. So, eh, meh. Each to their own. I like them both for different reasons. Anyway, we should have some more music. So, from the Panzer Dragoon Saga, it's the track Atom Dragon. Hope you enjoy that, and I'll see you after the break.
Sega playing the best Sega music 24 7. F-Zero GX Digiboy. I love that track. I think it's great. Um, prior to that we had Panzer Dragoon Saga Atom Dragon. Uh, the chat is talking about the Panasonic Q which uh, is essentially a, um, a console, uh, well a uh, GameCube console with a fairly sophisticated DVD player built into it. It's actually a really nicely built device, but they only came out in Japan and they didn't sell very well, so they're really expensive now. Um, they're very cool though. I, I wouldn't mind one if they weren't so expensive. Um, now there's Q jokes going on in chat. So Q from Star Trek, right on Q. You're all hilarious. Yes, well, well done. You're all very excellent comedians. That was sarcasm. Yes, I have seen Star Trek. Star Trek was in fact my first fandom. Uh, I had Star Trek uniforms at one point because I am that much of a nerd. In fact, I, I, I sold some of them, but at one point I had over 200 Star Trek books. So, you know, hi. 
That is me. I am Uber Nerd. Hear me roar. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, it's going to be that sort of night, isn't it? Moving on. Because I'm already running out of time. Echo the Dolphin. The level Welcome to the Machine is named for the Pink Floyd song of the same name from the album Wish You Were Here. Turns out that the developers were listening to an awful lot of Pink Floyd when they developed the game and some of the more surreal parts of the game were actually inspired by Pink Floyd music. You know what? That explains a whole heck of a lot. I'm a massive Pink Floyd fan so I entirely approve of this but it does explain quite a bit. Now I am told that if you go into the password entry screen and enter the letters P-I-N-K-F-L-O-Y you get to start the game on a different level than usual. I don't know what level this is because I've not had a chance to test this for myself because my I had to take my console to uh, my Mega Drive console to a convention and I haven't had a chance to set it back up again yet. Once I have had chance, I will take a look into this and I will report my findings. Or somebody else can do it anyway. Uh, Mr. Wonderman saying Discord from My Little Pony is based on Q from Star Trek. Both are both. Yes, I know. I'm fully aware. Uh, Lauren Faust, when she was trying to explain the concept to the producers of Discord, um, was saying, like, couldn't get it through to him. Oh, he's a god of chaos. What? He's like Q from Star Trek. Oh, right. Can we get John Delancey? Yeah, I know. See you at aforementioned comment about being an uber nerd. Um, where was I? Oh dear lord. You can tell I've been working far too many hours over the past week, can't you? My brain is just absolutely fried. Persona 4. This one's actually quite funny, I like this one. Uh, when you become close enough friends with Daisuke, uh, he will invite you on a Sunday outing to hang out. Uh, during one of these outings you will receive a book called The Witch Detective, I think, um, which you can read at home on your couch. When reading, a reference to a certain infamous book series appears. The wording reads as follows. I quote, a ploddingly written romantic novel about a girl in her first day of school in her new town. Vampires are involved. The contents of this book was almost physically painful for you to read. I think that pretty much sums it up. Yep. I entirely agree with the sentiment. Uh, Mr. Wonderman saying we can easily distract you. Yes, you can. But it's, it's that, it's that, I'm having that sort of an evening. Anyway, I've got like 10 minutes of the show to go and I still have another section. Oh well, let's have some music then. Since I mentioned Welcome to the Machine from Echo the Dolphin, I might as well play the music from it. So let's do that. Now we'll speak to you again after the break.
listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.
And we are back. And that was the Dunes Hero Electro... Electro? I can say words. The Dunes Hero Electro mix from Persona 4 Arena. And prior to that it was Echo the Dolphin, Welcome to the Machine, the 16-bit version. Because I was talking about the 16-bit version of the game, so it figures to use the 16-bit version of the track. Yes, I know the Mega CD one sounds prettier, but it fit better. Leave me alone. I've had a long week. Right, finally for the stuff I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, Dreamcast game Toy Racer. A relatively obscure game featuring a very obscure easter egg. Some of you who have been following my show may remember that in one of my cancelled projects shows, I talked about the cancelled survival horror game called Agatha. Now the game was canned pretty early in development, having little to show for itself other than a fairly short trailer of a man with a beard wandering around in the snow. But in Toy Racer, on the final track, if you skirt around the edge of a very large book and look down from the top, you can see the title of the book is Agatha. And there is some, I think it's French text underneath, which I don't know what the translation for that is. Uh, I've seen a couple of possibilities. Um, it's something like, uh, we are the children of the world or something like that. Um, but that's pretty interesting. Of course, both games were going to be, well, were and were going to be developed by developer No Cliché. So maybe that was their tribute to the game that never was. I'm a bit sad that Agatha never got made because it looked like a really interesting concept for survival horror. Um, um, Mr. Wonderman saying both versions of Echo 1 are 16-bit. Yep, that's all right. Let me alone. Well, actually, he says, putting on his nerd specs. I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding, I'm just teasing. Right, I'm sorry that this show was a little bit... Well, I got a bit distracted. Um, as I said, it has been a very, very long week for me. Um, but I hope you enjoyed the show anyway. And thank you to everybody in the Discord chat. Thank you to people on Twitter and people on Facebook and everybody else who has been listening and people who are listening in the future on the podcast when I put that up. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show, and if you want to suggest any topics for me to cover, you can get in touch with me via Twitter, where I am at Blazing Skies, or you can come on to the Radio Sega Discord chat, or put a message on the Radio Sega Facebook or the Radio Sega forums. I'll be happy to look into any suggestions that you have. Right, I'm nearly out of time, so that's pretty much it from me for this week. Hopefully, if I don't get snowed under with work again, I'll be back next week um, with a new topic. But for now, I am going to leave you with uh, track 5 from Toy Racer, which I've just talked about. And because we've been talking about Easter eggs, I'm going to finish off with Scrambled Eggman which is an OC remix from uh, Very Talented People, Brain Cells, and Snapple Man. Thank you everybody for listening. I've been Skyblaze. This has been The Hidden Palace. Thanks very much. Good night. Take care.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.